Dimp Digital presents Idle Game Chat. Cool. here from Dimp Digital. Welcome to Idle Game Chat. This is Dimp Digital's flagship video game podcast where we talk about the ups and the downs of the world of video games. We are here on your favourite podcast app and YouTube, absolutely free. Also Facebook if you're lurking on there nowadays. And if you want to support this grassroots independent endeavour, head over to patreon.com forward slash Dimp Digital and join the community. Hashtag hand in pocket. On this edition, once again joined by the reigning FGL Grand Prix winner. It's the resident ref. It's Logan. How's it going? Yeah, I'm alright. He's not happy, that means. I'm I'm not happy today. He's got hangover. I did brief you. No, it's not even a hangover. I ain't been out boozing. I haven't even touched a drop of booze, but I'm struggling nonetheless. Um... And I did say to you before the podcast started, I went, I've got a story for you to kick it off. Yes. Um, And I said to you, I'm struggling. So I've kind of already teed it up. I thought I'd go for live, see what the live reaction to it was. Um, (laughs) So I was in London yesterday. Blowing around in that big smoke. Floating around. No boozing in that uh, that big smoke on a... a No boozing on a Thursday night. I was like, I'll get home and do the family thing. So I was rushing home. I was like, I need to get that 17... 30 train so i need to be sharpish so i was scuttling along and uh i nearly got there and i was crossing the road and I, a lady with some gold shoes caught my eye and i thought the fuck are they like they're literally like bright gold shoes and then before i knew it it was like lee catamole had come in and tackled me oh, like from the front cyclist right? no so i haven't cool. hit by a cyclist right but basically, I completely missed there was a curb. Like, completely <laughs> just didn't even, just, just didn't do it. It's like I was walking like it wasn't even there. And basically, oh, I fucking kicked this curb and I have gone flying. Now, and as I've walked up, it wasn't like there was a load of space on the other side of the curb. So I've like stumbled <laughs> and then gone straight into a wall. Right. <laughs> Shouldn't laugh, but you have to. No, right. So, oh and you know, you have that moment. I don't know when you're a kid or when you're younger, probably sub twenty, you'd get up from that no problem. But I've realised as you get a little bit older, you do this like subconscious check where you go, "Is anything damaged? Like fundamentally damaged?" Yeah. You do like, you know, in Star Trek where they go damage report. Yeah, it's like you do that internally, and you sort of do this like internal damage report, which takes a couple of seconds. And I was like, "No, nothing's in agony." <laughs> And then the woman with the gold shoes come over and had my ear pods in, so I couldn't hear her. Yeah. And I just felt her put her hand on my back. Ooh. And she's obviously said to me, like, are you rat okay? Be, rat behaviour. That'll be on the <laughs> socials if you're not careful. Well, yeah, you've got to be careful. She was like, I think she said, I couldn't hear exactly what she said, but I'm pretty sure she said, like, are you okay or something. And I didn't know what to do. No. So I just scuttled off. Like, what do you, <laughs> like, what do, you do? No, but I thought I thought I'd got away with it unscathed, but I've uh, last night my wrist just seized up and oh, I had no. the worst night's sleep. So I'm, I don't know how I'm going to do any work today, but I basically can't move a mouse. Um, 
in all sorts of trouble. But there you go. Well, the most important thing is, is, is this going to affect performances on Warzone and various other gaming endeavours? Like, this could be a problem now. I, I, do, I genuinely don't think I'll be able to play properly today. Like, it, honestly, like last night I was playing Football Manager and obviously was using the mouse and I had to stop because I literally, like, couldn't, I couldn't continue using the mouse. Um, and I was like, that better be better tomorrow. And it is slightly better, but it's one of those things where you give it a eight hours rest and then come back to it for a couple mm. of hours and it'll be doubly worse. So I'm going to be doing the, I wouldn't say the bare minimum. It's going to be left-handed or, or, or whatever today. But Deary yeah, man. so there you go. Struggling from your own fault. Might be able to claim like, off the council for that these days. You can normally, you know, claim for things that are clearly your own fault. So definitely have a well, look. When the woman came up to me and said, you're right, I was I wanted to go, don't you come and talk to me. It's your gold shoes that have distracted me and caused this whole scene. Yeah. yeah it's, Unbelievable. It's, 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 a, it's a physical toll that's been taken and also a somewhat public humiliation that you just had to just... That's why you scuttle off and don't dwell on it because you just want to get out of there and just, that's it. I texted Jodie yesterday and told her about it and she was like, you're right. I was like, physically, yes, but I don't think my ego has been ever more damaged than it has been today. Oh, dear. Well, look, we wish you in better health. This is a, you know, I said the risk is a, a key component of gaming, so we hope that doesn't give you any problems over the coming weeks because mm. it's just about to pop off, some would say, in terms of the releases, if it hasn't done so already. Now, normally I'd say the undisputed best way of starting a podcast is delay news, but I think that story may well have almost trumped it. So if we have more personal injury stories to kick things off, they will be welcome. But Electronic Arts has delayed the release of Star Wars. Star Wars Jedi, sorry. This, I don't like the name of this. It doesn't flow right. Star mm. Wars Jedi Survivor. By just over a month to April the 28th. It was originally due to be released on March the 17th. On the statement, mm. they said it was uh, in order to, quote, achieve the level of polish our fans deserve. And that came from Respawn Entertainment, who are developing it. EA mm. funding this with their moolah. Um, I find this one interesting in that there is a, not a pattern, I wouldn't say. I think mean, that's a bit too strong. But I've noticed that sometimes when games are released in the latter half of March, before the financials are all due in, they're half-baked. Mass Effect Andromeda, I always think, is, is a big mm. one, which was, which was delayed out of the previous year. I think Anthem was somewhere around the February-March time. EA in particular, I feel like I've had a bit of a tendency to do this. So I think it's quite encouraging to see it missing the financial year, going into their next year, so they're not going to get the earnings for that. That's going to that's gonna be kicking off their, their next financial year. Um, and them saying, look, we don't need this to come out before the end of our reporting. Let's just give it the time it needs. Because in years gone past, I I would be somewhat convinced they would have been like, nope, it comes out before mm. the end of March. <clears throat> Can have another week tops, but we want it out so that those mugs that go and buy it first week, our, our main sort of base, get us that cash that we can report on. Mm. Um, and as we always say, I think delaying the game's good. This is a very minor delay. You know, it's not it's not eight months like whatever that bloody game was the, the days before or whatever it was that Adkins has got on his list. Um, so it's not like a massive the day before, sorry. So it's a little bit of a small one. Any concerns from you? Do you agree with my theory of I got the financial years all muddled up? Because like, I don't know. No, I just spout things that I think are correct. <laughs> don't don't we all? No. Um, 
I think it's plausible they'd do it. I mean, you'd like to think that <clears throat> you'd like to think that they know what they need to achieve financially before, yeah. like, before making a decision in March to kick it out or not. Like, I don't. It seems like a bit, it'd be. I mean, I wouldn't want to work for a company where it relies on that for its. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, do you know what I mean? It's all hinging like, you, on the like, results of that it's game. All hinging on the, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, you know, but maybe they are. Maybe this is how game studios can work. You know, there's a lot a, a lot of pressure on on getting a good game out and, and Thing getting is, a dough in. Not to cut you off, like with EA, mm. they're doing fine. Like I was seeing reports yeah, of, yeah. of FIFA doing the best it's ever done, up, yeah. up like 50 or percent in the US market. Yeah. So maybe they've just thought, look, we're actually all right this time around. You go off and take six weeks. Because six weeks, you can do a fair amount, but you can't change the world on it. So it will just be a case of making sure it's just that extra extra tightened just, up. I'd, I mean, I'd, I'd always like to just see, like, what are you doing then? Like, what... Have, what you, have they this... discovered some, like, horrible bug? Or, maybe, maybe that's happened yeah. later on. You, know, it's, you would be interesting to know exactly what in these, in that sort of six weeks or so they're going to do that's going to make, well, like, make a difference you, fundamentally. You've already made a decision to ship it and do all, like, do all this stuff for like... I, I wonder how it works with... TV adverts, marketing's probably been paid yeah. for. Yeah. Yeah, yeah all... I just... Uh, whether you just have to contact everyone and go, don't start that for another six weeks no. now. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's just a bit of a weird... I think it's a weird thing to do. Like, it, Unless it's fundamentally... I don't know. I mean, at what point do you go, if we're not happy with it, we're just going to keep pushing it back. I don't mm. think there's anything wrong with that. And we've always maintained the right thing to do is just release it when it's done. Yeah. Trouble um, with games are, there's nothing's ever really done, is it? There's always, no, not there's, anymore. There's always something that they could tweak and improve on because of the complexity of the mm. games. Like some some old Burke will do something really random in a game and find out that it's broken it. And then they'll be like, oh, bloody hell. <laughs> like six months. You find stuff like secrets being found years after games are released. Yeah. So, mm. There's no way they'll ever be able to make anything perfect. I guess you just want it to be no. fundamentally sound for the vast majority of people that play it mm. in a normal yeah, yeah. in a normal sort mm. of way. But FGL League for you, isn't it? As we'll transition into that. That is a uh, a game that is lurking in your team. Number two, Biff's number one pick for you. <laughs> does this does this give you any concerns when you see things just getting nudged and pushed around a little bit? Or are you sort I don't of like know. quite relaxed. Some... I mean, it's early enough in the year; it's not going to affect the transfer need necessarily, but it's not setting the alarm bells off where you're like, "Hmm, do we consider getting rid of that in March?" I think you could probably look at it the other way, where you go, "You're better off releasing it a little bit later with a bit of additional polish, because chances are you'll get some extra yeah. marks for it." So, but it is concern. I mean, you know, it's not a game that I would have ideally picked in. In the draft, I don't think if I was if I cool. if I if I had a list of games, it probably wouldn't make it in there. But um, <laughs> I like respawn. Hopefully, it, I don't think it's really one I'm going to transfer. I don't see it being up for up for debate on that because I don't think there's anything out there at the minute that makes me look and go, "Yep, yeah, that's going to be net better than yeah." Once that, that five game, points that has five been five points, that's the stinker, isn't it? Yeah. It's you know, unless your hands forced really. You don't really want to be doing it, or if there's something obvious out there where you go, that ain't getting lower than X. Yeah. It's sometimes worth taking a gamble, but I think it's probably one that stays in for me. Yeah, <laughs> fair enough. And speaking of the fantasy gaming league, another game has dropped, and hard, hard to keep track of these. I need to go through it again and just make sure I've got mm -hmm. all the dates 
roughly in Ronnie's head somewhere. It's in the Grand Prix, so it's not affecting the the championship tie, or the championship matchup, as we would call it. It's another mm. Biff game. Biff steaming away with three games being released. And we spoke last week about the, the good fortunes of Dead Space earning, sitting on a 90 now. So it's sort of resting mm. on, on 90 territory, which is which is great. But then he's got Deliver Us Mars, which is rocked up. He's ninth pick, so low down the list. Sitting there on a 69 now. <laughs> Same as what Forspoken's got. So one week he recovers the, you know, the, the somewhat low score in Forspoken with a 90, and then the very next week he's back to square one, average 76, which I don't think is going to win you any any titles. Now, again, we speak for this the lens of a bad score because it's for fantasy gaming league purposes, not necessarily that the game's terrible mm. or, or awful. Um, that's not a great scoring game for an FGL league. You want the 80s if you can get them, but I mean, you don't really know how these games... Uh, people put stuff on the list at the end where I think they just think, well, I need something here. And this is clearly what, what Biff's got. And unfortunately for him, it's come before there's any chance of transferring it out. And he's he's, yeah. now, he's now stuck with that. I mean, you're the man that won it with two sub-70s, so you know it can be done. But not ideal at the beginning of the tie for this to be sort of his kickoff. No, it, it puts the pressure on, I think. Mm. Definitely. Um you know, I don't think you want to. You want to be aiming for eighty, like an average of eighty, to be in with a chance, and then hope that you can deliver some some eighty fives and nineties in there to to tip you over the edge. But yeah, it's not ideal to have them straight up front. I mean, if you've got Tut in there mm. or suspected Tut, you want it to be coming out later in the year, so you have got a chance to sort of feel your way through. As you say, otherwise you get to this point and it comes out, and it's like, well. You're not really giving yourself a chance. No, under pressure already. So he's got mm. he's he's got three games out. Adcock Hall and Paper have got one game out. He's got a lead of 146, 147, 153. Mm. So yeah, it's a couple of seventy odd games that will yeah. that will sting him. So obviously it's a long way to go. We're only just kicking off February now, but interesting mm. nonetheless. Now something that I wanted to do with the FGL as the scores roll in, and I think I've only done it once to to my memory, was just check in and say whether we're interested in the game. So, Deliver Us Mars, I'm assuming for you, and a no-go. It kind of looks like this adventure-type game. With a score like that, it's not going to pull you. It's not like a pentiment where you think, cool, that's scored higher than I thought. I might have a look at yeah, it. Yeah. This is mm. just sitting on a 69. So, same for me. Retrospectively, Dead Space, I think, is an interesting one because... That should be a nailed-on one for me, mm. and I haven't. I simply haven't yeah, done but, it. I've, uh, I've gone and played yeah. something from Game Pass, which is about 80 hours long, Persona 4 <laughs> Golden. Hello. <laughs> so that's going to be taking up a good month and a bit, two months maybe, a time. Yeah. And the main point of that was 70 UK pounds. No, not for these yeah. remakes. We had it with Last of Us Part 1, one of my favourite games mm. of all time. I looked Joel and Ellie in the eyes and went, no. <laughs> Sorry, same with Dead Space. That'll be on sale at some point in the year. Within a year, it's going to be on EA Access. Now, your yeah. your your uh, insight is useful. Well, not useful, I wouldn't say. It's actually quite useless, but I find it fascinating <laughs> because you mark this down as something you want to watch someone play through. And for those that yeah. aren't well acquainted with your tastes, just explain what you mean by that because they're kind of thinking, what's he playing at? Is, yeah. this, is this the risk thing playing up again? or No, so I, I fundamentally don't, do horrors and thrillers as a genre, whether yeah. that's film or games. Yeah. Um, 
but I do enjoy watching certain streamers play or like YouTube content creators play through the games. Like I, I, I don't know why. It doesn't make any sense because I won't even watch horror films. I just go, no, not not doing it. Um, yeah, for games, I thought you'd yeah. watch horror. I misunderstood them. I thought you still watch no. horror films, but just no. It's even weirder. Like I don't watch horror films, but I watch horror horror games. So here's the question: Is yeah. the is the defining element of games because you've got that running commentary for someone to take the edge off? I'm assuming. I think so. I'm assuming you're not watching silent playthroughs, like no commentary no. ones. You're watching a streamer no. who's waffling, going. Yeah, so I think there's an element of entertainment in it. Obviously, you know, otherwise streamers wouldn't be a thing. Like, there's there's an added layer when you watch someone. I mean, we stream do it. I don't you're... think we're particularly entertaining, but it's well, arguable. I mean, it's a it's a tricky art. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I um I've watched all the Resident Evil games, Outlast playthroughs, um, and yeah, Dead Space. I watched Callisto Protocol, like games that I just. Because I like, I want to know what I, I like. I like to understand the game as well. Like I like to know, like how it's portrayed as a game. To mm. like with the the atmospheric music and the jump scares and things like that. And arguably, I think in the game, they're they're few and far between, really, in the grand scheme of the game. Like right. once they've got that initial scare out of the way, you can then get to just sort of fighting. So it's it's a very small part of the game. Um. But uh, I enjoy watching them. So yeah, Dead Space. I've watched all the Dead Space um, playthroughs. So I'll, I'll I was going to earmark this as one that I'll I'll go and watch through at some point. There you go. So that's going to get watched. Uh, Hall had Persona Three Portable on Game Pass. Not one for you, I guess. JRPG. No. no. Bit, of, uh, bit, of nah. visual, bit of a visual novel. This one as well. Yeah, I, t- I don't know why the Personas always do really well, but. I don't know why. I, there's nothing there that makes me want to pick it up. No, that's fair enough. I was so basically I got to the point where I was like, should I play Persona Three or Persona Four mm. on this Game Pass? And Persona Three is in a bit more of an older style. Like I mentioned, it's a bit more of a visual novel style, whereas Persona Four allows you to run around the environments and yeah, just feels mm. a little bit more modern. Even though the game's over ten years old, maybe maybe close to fifteen now. So I thought I'd go with that one. So Persona 3 Portable is not being done. Plus, there is a rumour going around that Persona 3 is going to get remade. So that's I'm happening. surprised. Sorry, I was going to say I'm surprised that you that Ronnie's allowed you to play through these yes. without yes. prior playthroughs of the previous games. Yes, that's a good point. The main reason for that is that these are, much like Final Fantasy, single entries. So there's very little or no you know, tendrils between the two products there might be little easter eggs and references to old like in 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 your room on persona 4 golden there's a calendar up and it's it says persona 3 portable at the top that's sort of like a but that's about it there there may be some Mm -hmm. references to characters or other areas but it's not like it's a continuation it's a nod to it's like an acknowledgement it's like yeah yeah and i think that's a good way of doing it because it stops people like me having that problem where they're like, well, I've got... And the first two games, are com- they're all completely different. Like, they, they don't even play, like... Persona 4 was sort of like a new way of yeah, playing yeah, the games. Even, Persona 3 yeah. Portable was like a halfway step, and then Persona 5 was was what that is. So that's not going to get played. Or if they do do a remake, and I've enjoyed Persona 4 enough, and then gone on to mm. 5, I'm likely to go back. And the final yeah. one, we need to just pick up. And we've done Fire Emblem Engage. Both of us said we're not picking up the Switch for that. That needs to be... <laughs> 
top draw gems coming out for that old shitter to be booted up. But mm. One Piece Odyssey, Paper's little game there. Uh, it's based on anime, which I didn't realise, which has over 700 episodes already. So this takes place in the middle of that somewhere. Good Lord. I mean, it's, a, it's, a, it's an unbelievable no, I think, from both of us to consider playing that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nothing else to say, really, is there? That's... That's what it is. Anyway, I'll An try and... unbelievable no. no. I love that. It, it's just not even consideration, is it? It's not, <laughs> no. it's not the sort of things that we play. I'll try and keep up with those as they come. But Deliver Us Mars, Briefs Gone Pre Team, another 69. What's going on there? Oh, Forspoken. Yeah. Um, this was on my sniff radar. I said I played the demo, didn't mm. like it. I guess for you. <laughs> when something scores like this, is it just immediately just washed away? Like. Or was there never a chance? Yeah. I mean, things that <laughs> usually things that I want to play find their way onto the radar, yeah. one way or another. So if it doesn't, it's not found it that way for a reason. Yeah. Does that make sense? I mean, yeah. I, I, I never played the demo. I haven't seen much of it, but because it's not on the radar, it's, you know, it, normally when there's things going like Hi-Fi Rush wasn't mm. on the radar, is found its way on there. Like mm. these things usually find a way to... To bubble to the top if they're if they're playable. I want to start throwing yeah. out like red earrings in that group of things, try and put things on the radar artificially. If I start doing that, at... I'll, I'll chuck the yeah. crew motors, motorsport or whatever it's called on their motors. The, no, the new one. Well, they're saying it's the new Horizon series. I know, but they they need they. I've seen some stuff on that, and I'm like, you've. I tried you on the first instalment, and it didn't work. So the, you had your chance. The crew motor fest, sorry, it's called. I, that, it's not on the docket, but I am. Ubisoft are so weird. Like, how's that got a third entry? Of all the things that they struggle to get out and push forward, the crew is on its third entry after one and two. The, the USP of that was this kind of like open world multiplayer element, you and could, it just you could drive across on. America. I remember the first one. Yeah. That was like you had. It was all condensed, obviously, but mm. it was like this exciting thing where you could, in theory, drive across America in you know not not scale for scale, but a mm. decent portion of it. And I think we both played that beta, didn't we? And it was like, oh, there's this story about your brother getting killed. And I was like, what's going on here? It's a bit serious, this. But it's- and the driving mechanics were dire. Oh, yeah, that was the main thing. They weren't good enough. It was so poor. But I, don't, it's, I just find it weird that they do stuff like that when the market's already just like... I find it weird sometimes when games do things and go... We're going to do this better than an already established... It's like your aim. Like People are happy with what they've got. Work on other stuff. Well, they added planes and boats and things to the second one, so... There must be people playing it. Oh, that's I'd what like I think. to meet one. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 an odd one. Go, why? It's, it's appearing, so yeah. you can look forward to that at some point. The Crew Motorfest. Got rid of the free, so Ronnie can come along. Because <laughs> I'm sure there's rich lore between the three games or the two games. Oh, there. yeah, based on that storyline. That brother's death is still lingering. The crew, too, I would hasten to. Oh, <laughs> they completely shifted tones. I think they got rid of all that, but it would be funny if mm. that was still part of the ongoing saga of the crew. And they oh, can it. you imagine if you picked that up and you went, this is still going on? I oh, know, it would be. Uh... <laughs> it would be funny. Bizarre. Anyway, Sony have been at it again. People were starting to say. Now, I'm not going to say if this is a legitimate gripe. Remember an innuendo? Well, no, this is happening. It's whether it's a big deal or not, I guess, is the question right. here. So the PlayStation Plus collection. 
So for yeah. those that are not initiated or don't understand what that is, first of all, I don't blame you because it was a bit confusing and it kind of half made sense but didn't. But essentially, yeah. if you have a PS5 today, so there's none, nothing's changing just yet, but it's going to, and that's what we're going to talk about, you can, if you've got PlayStation Plus Essential, so that's the, the lowest tier on the PlayStation Plus sort of subscription offering that gives you monthly games, you know, regularly, and access to Play Online. Still absurd yeah. we're paying for that. That's where we are. <laughs> and if you have a PS5... It also gives you access to, I think it's 19 games now, but it used to be 20 games that you could claim and then download as long as you've got a PlayStation Plus essential subscription running. Once yeah. you've claimed them, you've got them. It's like the monthly games. You haven't got a, you know, if you, you don't, don't, don't disappear as long as you keep your subscription. Mm. It's not like the extra tier where stuff rolls on and rolls off, you know, Game Pass, obviously games roll on then disappear after a year or so. These games yep. stay in your library, quote-unquote, as long as you're handing over your money to Jim. Yeah. Now, this launched alongside the PS5, and the list of games, I think it's good to context, to <coughs> give, a, give a little bit of the list of games. So, Batman Arkham Knight, Battlefield 1, Bloodborne, Call of Duty 3, uh, Black Ops 3, Zombie Chronicles Edition, Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy, Days Gone, Detroit Become Human, Fallout 4, Final Fantasy XV Royal Edition, God of War, Infamous Second Son, Monster Hunter World, Mortal Kombat X, Ratchet and Clank, uh, Resident Evil 7 Biohazard, The Last Guardian, The Last of Us Remastered, Uncharted 4, A Thief's End, Until Dawn, Persona 5, Vanilla, not the Royal Edition, was on there up until May last year, and then it disappeared. But again, if you claimed it, you still got access to it to this day, as long as you do it before it disappeared. Anyway, Jim's come out, well, not Jim, his press team come out and said, look, from May the 9th, I got an email about this, actually. Yeah, same. I was like, what's going on here? From May the 9th, the collection of 19 games will no longer be offered. Games can still be redeemed until this date and will be available to users who remain PlayStation Plus subscribers. And as I said, this is a this was a library of PS4 games that were given exclusively to PS5 owners, kind of as like a little boon. If you've never been on a PlayStation, here's 20 games that you might want to play if you sign up for, for PlayStation Plus. So it's going away. And the big conversation is, is this out of order? Is this expected? Um, how big a deal was this really? Now, I've got some data to try and help us inform with... The people don't do this. They don't even look at things. They just gob off and go, well, that's, that's right or it's wrong. But there is some data you can glean from it. It's not the best data, but it's data nonetheless. So the average release year of the games that are on this service is 2016. So they're up to seven years old, a lot of these games, if not older, if not slightly newer. So they're not new. <clears throat> During that time, all of these games have been on sale. The vast majority of the games have been on the PlayStation Plus's sort of normal tier where you just claim it every month. And if you were to buy the games when they were on sale over the last three years, or two and a bit years since the PS5 come out, the average cost of it would have been £8.81 per game. So that's the sort of financials of it. That's what, that's the, that's what they were giving you at some point. Now, mm. going back to this point... That list of games. Have you even claimed these? Do you even know they exist? Did you go in and just do it out of spite? Are you ever going to play any of these games? Is the is the more well, important yeah, thing. This <laughs> is how I play God of War. Right. Um. So yeah, I'm completely aware of it. I've um, 
I think I even was looking at that and right, okay. <clears throat> I had this half intention to go and do that Uncharted again mm. as well. Um, well. They've got that new edition out now, haven't they? Yes. That, that so, Legacy of Thieves edition, the PS5 spruced up version, which is a upgrade, I believe. Yeah, so that kind of put the uh, pause on that anyway. Um, there was obviously, and I claimed Crash Bandicoot, uh, claimed... So you didn't go Ratchet and claim all of them on the screen, you just claimed the ones that you thought you might want? I think so, yeah. So I just went in and claimed it all. I was like, I'm not going to play yeah, most of these. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I, 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 wouldn't, I wasn't surprised that you'd do that. I mean, I'm just lazy <laughs> sometimes. I'm just like, oh, this is annoying having to go on all these screens. Yeah. I'll get the ones that I want to play. Um, but yeah, Jody, I think, played The Last of Us Remastered through that. So yeah, it's, you know, I've played or had the intent to, to sort of play or at least keep it in the locker a, a, a portion of those games. Yeah. Hmm. I'm never going to play Resident Evil 7. 7 Biohazard. It's just not Fallout, never going to happen. Fallout 4 was on sale for £4 the other week. Well, I'm never going to play that anyway. Scrubbers. No, exactly. no, of course not. So look, they're getting rid of this. Yeah. Should they be dragged over the coals, hung, drawn and quartered, all that business? Mm. Or is this, you know, the way I kind of view it is that, A, <clears throat> consumer-wise, it's not great because it's something that we were having that no longer is available for people. So it has to be said. Yeah. As to the importance of it, I struggle to see really the use case for this is a very small minority of people that will get any value out of it. Mm. Um, because, A, do you want to play those games? <laughs> okay, you do. Have you already played them? Okay, you haven't. And is there a PS5 version that's better now that you could buy? Yes, there is. Mm. Now, you could argue that's a bit naughty because they're trying to upsell you on on the PS5 version. But I would say in most cases, it's worth just doing that Mm. where possible because it will just play better. um, Should should Jim be sent to court and we say, look, what are we going to do with you in the gaming courts? And say, this is a a faux pas, (laughs) this is a foul against the gaming community. You need to be bucking up your ideas, Jimbo. Uh, I mean, I could say it could be classed as a storm in a teacup. Mm. Um, I think to what you've said, it's kind of like, I always saw that PS Plus collection as a look. If you, if there's nothing you particularly want to play at the minute or nothing's out, like when we've released a new console, yeah. here's all this stuff that you can have a bash at if you really want, yeah. like to tie you over. Um, and there were some good games on there and it tied me over. It tied me over with God of War and some of the stuff that I'd perhaps just not not touched on the on the ps4 so i was like that's fine um i didn't expect them to just get rid of it i thought they might <laughs> start doing some element of rotation yeah um, i thought they uh, might just lean it down to just the games they own because at that point because you think about why they're doing this it's because each of these publishers they've got an agreement with to say we want it on that service where people can access it through our subscription service here's some money yeah. Here's the time we want it for. And basically, it's come round and Jim's like, I ain't renewing that. Mm. I can see the data. People aren't even fucking playing these games. They're, they're yeah. sitting there on podcast yeah. moaning and half of them haven't even downloaded <laughs> the fucking game. So what's the point in this? I ain't yeah. paying fucking Activision 500 grand to have Call of Duty Black Ops 3 Zombie Chronicles edition on here. There's just no value in that. So I can see why they're gone, but I think they should have just leaned it down and said, right, Bloodborne, mm. we own, we'll keep that. Days Gone, we'll keep that. God of War, we'll keep that. Infamous, we'll keep that. Ratchet and Clank, we'll keep that. The Last Guardian, we'll keep that. Until, uh, sorry, yeah. Mm, do they publish Until Dawn? I don't know if they did. Uncharted 4, keep that. Last of Us 3. And then it's like seven games. It cost mm. them 
nothing just to leave them on there for people. Yeah. The rest of the stuff is working almost like a traditional subscription service where you make mm. an agreement with a third party. It goes on there for a set time that you either re-up it or you go, right, take that off now. We're not paying for it. Yeah. Um, I suppose with this one, it was just positioned in a bit of a weird way where they never said it was indefinitely going to be there. And I think mm. if you were living in a world of reality, you would have realised that this couldn't have been in perpetuity because none of these deals are ever for that. Mm. Um, but saying that, they never said that it was going to come off at some point. They just said it's going to be there. And I guess it's just a bit of a signal that uh, things don't last forever. No, and you know, I think on a, in a digital store... That, you know, it's up to them ultimately what they put out for nothing and charge. And, you know, just because it's free now doesn't mean it's going to be free tomorrow, which is fine. You know, it's a mm. business at the end of the day. It's there to make some money. Um, say we can get, give nothing back. So yep. arguably they're still, they're giving you a warning. They're saying, look, if you want to play this for nothing, go on and add it to your library now. If not, if you come back in six months time, it ain't going to be there. So, yep. you know, it's, it's fair enough, I guess. I mean, it, you know, if in an idealist world you'd go as much free as possible indefinitely, mm. but in the real world, yeah. it's probably not going to happen. So, and again, you know, I think the games that they've got on there are, are old games. They're not expensive ones. You kind of think if you've, if you've missed the boat on that and you really want to play it, you probably will be able to for a couple of quid yeah. or go down to CEX and get the game pre-owned there for a couple of quid. Like there are options available. That's yeah. That's yeah. That's very very true. There are options, particularly how old these games are. They you can almost yeah. find them for under a fiver, and and you actually own them at that point. You're not bound mm. to paying Jim eight quid a month or whatever it is to keep access to it. I think that's what people forget is that the subscription service access is a rental service. Yeah, it's a very value adding rental service. But the mm. the day you decide it's no longer for you, everything goes. It's all gone. It yeah. then becomes the yeah, worst yeah. idea ever. You look back and think, well, I haven't got anything to show for this. Yeah. And um, that's that's the to and frame people have with it. Last question. Do you, I've accused Sony of being short-sighted on many occasions. And yeah. my theory on this is it's another short-sighted move. They chucked this PS Plus collection out there as a probably what was a relatively cheap you know, option to offer some sort of boon to their new console. And mm. then... You know, 18 months, two years later, we get the the revamp of PlayStation Plus Essentials, Extra and Premium, offering this big catalogue of games in the extra tier. Do you think at mm. some point they sat there and said, look, these agreements are coming to an end. We weren't planning to have this subscription service in Extra. We've now got it. Yes, it's more expensive. We're going to upset a few people maybe. But this just clashes with that kind of that, that business market that we're going after. It's just a bit of a weird added mm. on feature that isn't offering much value and you know we want to just clean out the the marketing and say look here's what you get in each of these free tiers the ps plus collection you all fucking moaned about when we announced it saying the games are old i've already played them it's shit why is it only on ps5 everyone might honestly you go back people are like this is what are they doing this ain't game pass and now they go well it's gone now and now they're crying about it the same people anyway Short-sighted or not, it has the move to this free-tiered approach got them in a position where they think, well, let's spin off this collection because we've got a nice, I wouldn't say it's streamlined, have free tiers of a subscription mm. service, but that's clearly what they're focusing on rather than this sort of ad hoc collection. Mm. Um, Maybe. I suspect they were always at some point, whenever they saw the numbers dwindle to a certain level get rid of it i don't know if they specifically ever set 
a date or have now looked at it and gone, mm, we don't like that. Maybe they have, but I think it's probably just one of the things where they've they've someone they've had a meeting, someone's had a look at the numbers, put a meeting in, and they've gone, look, this ain't doing well, and they've gone, right, cut it then. It yeah. could literally be as simple as that. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, I don't I think, think this made or broke anyone's decision to buy a PS5 in the last two and a bit years. I don't. It, I mean, I, and it, it won't was, going forward. Say, not having that, someone won't go, oh, I'm not buying a PS5 now. Yeah, as you say, it's a boon, right? You sort of picked it up. It's like, oh, that's nice. Like, yeah. like me, I was like, oh, I could play God of War. I didn't play that. It was just a little Brucey. Yeah. Um, and then, to be fair, they're not just saying, no, you can't ever play it again now. They're going, look, add it to your library and you can keep it, but yeah. we're done with this. And I think that's fair enough. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, at some point, they're probably thinking, we need to move on from this. As you've alluded to, there's probably some agreements and financials that come into play with regard to the third party stuff. And mm. again, that's fine. It's like, you know, I don't want to play Black Ops 3. Like, get rid of it. Zombie Chronicles Edition. Well, sorry. Yeah. What don't is want to that? Make any mistake. What is that? Do you know what that I is? I fucking know. I've got no idea. Someone tell me. Is that a separate zombies only? Ver- I don't know what that is. I'm not interested. It's been <laughs> it didn't peak me peak my interest at the time. It's not now. No, I'm going to go back and play that. No, so, no. as you should. Yeah, it's. I think it's fine. As you say, it's never. It never feels good though. Whatever it is, having something taken away. But in terms of the grand, grand scheme of the impact, it's you know really not that great. I don't think. No, it's not a problem, is it? New, no, or it isn't for me. Let's see if there's more storms in teacups we can stir up. Redfall will require online a permanent online connection even when playing single player, Bethesda has confirmed. Yeah. So this is the age-old squabble that goes on between online connectivity and other bits and pieces. And they've answered the question, a persistent online connection is required for single player and co-op. I'm almost certain this is the case for quite a few games out there. Yeah. And it don't really get picked up or looked at. Redfall, for whatever reason, has got a bit of a target on its back and it's getting snarled up in all this this nonsense. It's getting headlines written about it. Mm. I understand people's concerns, I must say, because the day that Bethesda <laughs> stroke Microsoft sit there and go, let's turn those servers off, means that game will no longer be played. So if you really yeah. fall in love with Redfall and not many other people do... And there's a business decision made in five years where they say, that's a pain in the ass to keep that on. Let's bin it off. Mm. You actually have no way to continue playing the game. It's, it's going to be completely reliant on it. Unless, of course, they patch it out, which they could do as like a little, mm. right, here we go. We turn this off, but you can play it offline finally. So I get that perspective. Um, however, there's also the perspective of there's many games that do this. <laughs> it's... It's happening elsewhere. Hitman 3 is another example. You can play that offline. Or Hitman, the, uh, the what's it called? The Assassination Trilogy, what they renamed it. World yeah. Assassination. <clears throat> but you can play it offline. It just means you don't get a lot of the features. I don't know. I'm always a bit tall on this. I understand the apocalyptic views of, mm. well, once they turn it off, it's gone, which isn't a great place to be in. Like, imagine if they did that of God of War. You'd be like, huh? What's going on here? I don't know. It's yeah, short-sighted yeah. in one way because you're putting, you're basically saying these servers need to be working. But on the other hand, majority of people this won't impact because they'll have access to ongoing internet connection. Broadband is, you know, eliminate. Well, not eliminated, but makes reliability at least I would say in our mm. part of the world 
decent enough where it's most likely not going to be a problem. But then you're always going to have those issues where your internet's down, you can't play the game, and it's a it's a pain. So mm. you're much more online focused than me. So I suspect you're yeah. in the in the boat of don't care, storming a teacup, jobby. Well, I don't know why people. I, I, as you said, I, the first thing when you said that was it was like I'm sure there are more games or most games. Like every game wants me to cloud save these days and do this, that, and the other. Like. Yeah. And they probably just don't say you need to be online. Um, you know, even if you're playing any Game Pass game, you've got to be online to, for it to recognise that you can access it via Game Pass. And things. I think it's more prevalent now than it's it's been in a while. I don't know why people get all hit up about it. I think it just reinforces my belief that Redfall is just a co-op game. Like it's it it shouldn't be positioned as a single player because I just don't think it is. Mm. Um, and yeah, I think I don't know why people get so pissy about it. Like, it, like Warzone. I'm sure there are people that loved Warzone 1.0, but they go, "Yep, yeah, we're turning that shit off. We're going to work on like bad luck. It happens. They can't support everything forever indefinitely." Mm. Um, I mean, the argument would be you're paying seventy pound for Redfall, um, and you're paying nothing for Warzone, so. You haven't paid anything for it. You don't get a shout over it. So I get the I get what the crowd are shouting. Mm. But grand scheme of things, ten years down the line, are you going to really be still playing that? What if it's like the no. best game ever? It ain't. But what if it is? Got... What if it is like a God of War? It ain't. Sem- it ain't. I'm going to say that now. Yeah. It ain't. So <laughs> there's going to be the odd few people that probably absolutely love that to death. And unfortunately, like most games, at some point it will get the. You know, they'll turn the life support system off and that'll be that. But, you know, as you said, they might go, look, you know, we get a few, there's, there's like a core community in this game, if that ever appears. But there's a core community. We're going to change it so that you can download your save or whatever it is onto your local thing and play it off there. I don't know, but I, I don't, I don't care. Like, I, I don't care whether... They say it's online or not. Like, if you go, you've got to be online. It's like, well, I'm online all the time anyway. Like, it's mm. just the world we live in now. Very rarely do I go and switch that. Well, never do I go, oh, I'm going to go offline. No, just switch off my internet and live in the dark. Well, you can't like, even use your I fucking eating without the internet being on these days. Everything's tied into that. <laughs> sure, there's an override. I don't have all that crap implemented because I can't be yeah. dealing with it. But, yeah. yeah. What if something like Uncharted 5 was online only? Would that... Make you pause just slightly, and, and, and say it had very it had no co-op element. It just did it because they wanted it to be some sort of DRM check or something. Like no, we, we, that's just like, that's fine. I'd, I'd, I'd play it and then walk away. Like, I don't. I get that there's always going to be this little hardcore group that will be crying about it at some point. Like I get it, but like play games move on like and once they're out of support like, they can't the reality is in this life you can't support everything forever like with these google operating systems you buy these phones and they go we're going to support that for two years yeah. and after that you're on your own and you go right well <laughs> you don't see people crying about that going oh you're not going to support it forever no we're not we can't but this is the thing everyone loves a new shiny thing right and planned obsolescence and all that this that and the other but you know, I don't. I think it's a bit of a storm in a teacup. If people are getting all pissy, I get it because there's an element of Ronnie. Game I preservation. Think. Yeah, well, there's no. It's just Ronnie in around, like the idea that you buy something and might not be able to play it forever. Like I get it, 
But well, Microsoft my... take off Forza Horizons when they their licenses expire for the music. They, you can't play Forza Horizon free now. If you wanted to go and buy it, it's gone. Really? Yeah. You can't buy it on the so... digital store. It's gone. Um, if you've already so if, you buy if that, you've already got you've it, got you can play it. Yeah. But right. if you, they can no longer sell it as a new product. So you'd have to find it in the really? secondhand market. Or Yeah, that's what I mean. That's a bigger deal than you know an online connection, really. But I guess the impact could be the same in that the day yeah. that they decide that it's not viable to continue running the servers mm. or, in, in Forza's case, you know, having the licenses for the music, that's the theory anyway. Mm. It's the yeah, day yeah. that it disappears. And then the, it's... There is a, a movement around game preservation saying that every game... My view is if the game's really good and great, preserve it. If it's two or average, it, if it goes away, it doesn't matter. We'll move on. Yeah. Next. I mean, you want the classics. You, and, yeah. You know, I like, the thing that I love about games and the fact, you know, I know Paper's hugely into it, so is Hall. Like, they love their retro gaming. I've still They're got fucking my emulating Spectrum. it all. They're cheating the system, most of them. Uh, I, I've got a Master System, I've got a Mega Drive, and I've got a ZX Spectrum in the loft. And yeah. I'm sure I could get them down and connect them up and they'd work fine. And I could put any of those game cartridges in and play it. I mean, I'd have to blow them a million times and go through that whole rigmarole. Yeah. I don't know if you remember I can do that. But the yeah. point is, is you could... Th- there's nothing stopping you from playing those games. And I get it. I like... People want to be able to do the same thing, arguably, in 20 years' time. They go, oh, I've still got my Xbox 360 up there if it hasn't red rings. And I'll, I can play Borderlands at five frames per second. Yeah, um, that's always worthwhile. But, you know, the reality is we're moving into a more digital age, a more connected age. And, uh, you know, these companies don't want to support took games forever. No, and they, 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 they won't. So it will disappear if it doesn't get the traction that they deem necessary. Last thing on Redfall. Yeah. And this is just more... We were sort of speculating about this when Phil announced it, that there's going to be $70 games coming in 2023 for their sort of premium games. Mm. And what's interesting, the last week or so, we've had Hi-Fi Rush, which came out on Hit Game Pass. Um, But if you wanted to buy that outside of that, you know, rental service, it's 30 UK pounds. So that's obviously not being considered a top-tier premium one. Mm. Redfall, though, is the first one of these new wave of $70 games. And our question was, they haven't announced what the prices are going to be in our territory, on the British Isles, in the United Kingdom, for this UK pans and the confirm. And the reason why it's up in the air is because some games are $70 in the UK, £70 over here. Some are $70 mm. in the, the, the United States, sorry, and then 55 quid over here. So it's not always a like for like. Redfall yeah. is 70 UK pounds. So they're going with the, the Sony approach of just chucking the number across and not doing any <laughs> level of conversion. Um, there's also a bite back edition, which you could buy for 100 UK pounds. So get a couple of hero passes there. So that's more of a confirmation. Game Oh, yeah. Honestly. Well, I wouldn't be surprised if Phil one day says, oh, our games are 100 quid, just to make you really want to go down that Game Pass route, leverage it, and say, look, 100 quid to buy it, or you just rent it off us for 15 quid a month or whatever it is, and people do it. What's interesting, because the the other thing I wanted to mention was, this is coming to Steam as well, so you can't get Game Pass on Steam. You can get through the Xbox app on Windows, but for people that love Steam and want to keep their achievements or just want to buy their games and don't want to be in a rental space... I thought, is that really going to be 70 quid on the Steam store? Because as we said about mm. that Master Race, they'll spend five grand on the PC. They won't want to spend a tenner on a game. They want it to be half, half, half price all the time. It's they don't actually, like it, do they? No. 
it's actually 59.99 so 60 uk pounds on the steam store which is a bit bonkers in that you can buy it on the pc xbox store for 70 quid but it's 60 quid on the steam store i don't know what that's all about that seems a bit strange to me and that that is what's the advantage of paying the extra tenner on on the xbox app there isn't any but clearly they've recognized that steam is not the place you chuck complete full price premium games at because the crowd don't like it that's all i had on that also xbox series x and series s consoles are raising their price of the console in japan so phil mentioned this last year it's going up. It's actually a date they gave, which I don't think Jim did. I think overnight they just sort of went, right, those PS5s are more expensive in these regions. Um, yes, yeah, so it's February the 17th. So you've got a couple of weeks if you're in Japan and want one of those consoles. But is that a sign of things to come in other regions, Logan? Is this the start of this this comment that we picked up on last year? Phil saying that yeah. these prices are going up and is he just going to do it region by region, bit by bit, rather than just go, right... Everyone but the US is getting a price increase from yesterday. You're like, hang on a minute. What's going on here? I mean, you'd have to say it probably is the start. Um, I mean, I still remember the days when I could walk in and get a brand new game for 39.99. So anything above that still seems steep to me. I don't really know how this creep has happened, but that was probably 15 years ago. So yeah. it has to be taken in the context of that. But yeah, it's... Um, it is a sign of things to come, right? And you know, I think more and more will uh, will go down that route. Uh, you know, Sony opened the doors for it. Why would Microsoft not follow? It's easy good money, guys. right? They give things away. You don't pay for anything. No one has ever said Microsoft are good guys. That has never happened. Well, you should see some of the discourse on the internet. Phil is a friend of the show, and I don't like throwing him under the no. bus. But if you've ever played any of that Microsoft stuff, or you know, they had not. I can, you can never, none of these tech companies are good guys. No. They're literally there for the share price and raking in the dough. They might like their products. And I'm sure Phil is passionate about gaming, but bottom lines. Yeah. So they're going to take the easy money, I think. Yep. Tend to agree. Well, that's going to be it for this segment of the podcast. We're going to transition to Gotham Knights. Adkins sure. bought that game and has gone down that route. <laughs> now, I don't want to give away too much, but I think people listening to this will be not surprised by his opinion, but will be surprised where it ultimately ends up. And there needs to be a conversation about (laughs) dumping grounds in that gallery, because I feel like some people are taking advantage and being too good-natured. So just keep an ear out for that. And some, some of these tiers need to have some level of respect put on them. And I'm going to lead by example going forward on that. So, Well, I think, yeah. It's definitely, uh, it needs to be more stringent, I think, sometimes. It's easy to go, it's all right, and it goes. It's like, well, if it's all right, it's a gaming gallery. It's up to him. If he wants to sit in, if people walk around and see that on there, he'll be the one who's judged by it, ultimately. But I'm going to try and tweak my approach for 2023 and be a bit more stringent. So we'll see how that goes, because I probably will just take the easy road out when I can, when I'm not sure. But anyway, Gotham Knights is coming your way with myself and Adkins. If you made it this far, we thank you, but we'll see you on the other side. (laughs) 
Here we are then, back with some game impressions to close out this edition of Idle Game Chat. Joined by the four-time Fantasy Gaming League. No, quiz champion. Oh. Not an FGL champion at all. Not one. Yes, I didn't mean to do that, but won the quiz four times. That's the most anyone's yeah. won any of the competitions, so you can't complain at that. But you're here to reveal all. The expose on Gotham Knights. The I am in the in the now I'm in Gotham here. Look, towering <laughs> over for the videos. Not as Spider Man because in this particular outing he's no. dead. Spider Man, Spider Man, Batman. <laughs> Would it have been better if Spider Man was in it? It would have been better Off, if they just if they just ran this went. Yeah, he's still alive, Bruce Wayne. But I tell you what, Peter Parker's knocking about. Oh, he's dead. Exactly. That would have been good. So no. Gotham Knights. Now, yeah. I think the first thing I want to talk to you about is we do a little <laughs> bit of cards on the table and whatnot, but yeah. I have to query, or I have to ask this question. Two questions. How and why? Well, that is well, <laughs> but the, the the why for me is this PC decision. Yeah. As yeah. I remember, and I could be misremembering, mis this happens all the time. I make stuff up and then believe it as reality. And if no one's <laughs> there to challenge me, it goes into the law books. The last one of the last games you got on your it's fucking it down. One of the last games that you got on your PC when you said, right, no more consoles, PS4 and Xbox One are being binned. Yeah. I seem to remember one of the last straws being was this awful port of Arkham Knight. No, Knight. Gotham Knights. No, Gotham. What is it? Arkham Knights. Uh, Arkham Knight. Arkham Knight. Arkham Knight. Yeah. So the last Batman game in that sort of trilogy, in the Arkham trilogy. That was it. Is that correct or am I just making that up? No, that is correct. I went, no, this is going to be fucking brilliant. I'm going to be able to play this at max settings. Yeah. I'm going to get absolute fucking... I'm leaving those console peasants behind. They've yeah. got the on the PS4. They've got to play at 30. And here we go, baby. Zoom, it's going up to 60, 120 the lot. Oh, dear God, I can't even get stable 30 frames out of it. <laughs> yeah, and I remember you showed me, I'm coming around, it was missing like shaders and it was just, lot. it wasn't, I think you got through it eventually. I did, there. yeah, very badly, yeah, and was like, oh, that's that's really soiled it. I will vow never to buy another fucking Batman game on PC. Now, technically, well, it, this isn't a Batman game, technically. It's no. A, it's a Gotham... It's the loser's game, isn't it? It's all the sidekicks no, that aren't good enough it to, is, yeah. to wait till he's dead to take over the mantle. Yeah. Now, I remember a message coming through to me during this playthrough saying this might be one of the worst PC ports I've ever played. Ever played. So, tell it's me about that. Is, that. is that what's happened? Oh, let's, let's reel it back a bit. Let's reel it back. I'll... Don't let me run off. I'll tell you my story. So I had this pre-ordered on PS5. Oh, yes. Was was very hyped for it. Very, very hyped. No one else Even was. No, no, no one else was. Certainly not yourself. I remember <laughs> you saying that I just got bad feelings about this. And correct, you were right. Um, but no, then the controversial decision to cut a performance mode out of their game in aid of, and I don't think this is in aid of anymore, is so they could run a consistent four-player co-op. So you can um, play it as a co-op? You can play it as a four-player co-op if you so choose. Oh, God, to think what the frame rate would be if you did. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
but yeah, um, so yeah, when I found out that was gonna be um, the thing, the deal that there was no 60 FPS, I was like, I'm sorry, I'm spoiled now. Mm. This this is the generation where I have the option. Every game I've played so far has a performance and a quality mode. If we're not doing that, I cancel my pre-order cool. and but no, not having that. Even though I love the story, like the story setting of it. That it's got the night um, court of hours. It's the Batman franchise, so so you've got the lore there. I'm a huge Batman fan. I happily played Origins and liked it. I thought it was quite underrated for what it was. Um, and I was was stuck by my guns, but I still cancelled it. And then obviously saw the barrage of scores that come out and was like, right, no, I think I've dodged a bullet here. Yeah. Until that very day. So then there we go. We get to Christmas. I can't remember when it came out. Was it like November or October? Yeah. I think it came yeah. out. Anyway, palmed it off. Nope. There you go. What happens to these games when they're shit reviewed and no one buys them? The price goes down. <laughs> and I can't remember if what I saw first was either a YouTube video of it or the price. I see a copy. I just went, I wonder how much it is now. So I looked at it and I found it on CD keys, I think. Yeah, yeah. CD keys. For a whopping eighteen ninety nine. Wow. <laughs> so I and I thought, right, well, I've got this PC here. If I can play it at a reasonable graphical setting and I can get more than thirty frames, I I'll be happy with that. If I'm I'm happy to pay eighteen pound or nineteen pound for that shit experience i've just played callisto protocol it's been given a 78 or 68 68 <laughs> i fucking enjoyed that gotham knight's got enjoy- one score above it on 69 yeah. <laughs> exactly i could play gotham knights and enjoy it for 19 pounds yeah so i was over christmas and i thought i'll tell you what i'm gonna fucking pull the plug i think i, I went onto youtube and i typed in like gotham knights running on a fucking 1070 or whatever i've got yeah. and i was like Okay, okay, and then there you go. So I booted it, booted it up, and you start off indoors. And I was like, right, here we go. Let's max these settings. And I was walking through, and I was getting like fucking 70, 80 frames a second. I thought, I've hit the fucking jackpot. (laughs) (laughs) This is an absolute flawless. And was loving it. Played like the first couple of hours, all indoors. I was like, this is the daddy. I don't know what all the problems are. Then you go out into the open world. And boy, oh boy, did that tank. Oh, dear. It went from absolute 80s to 70s to 20s and 15s. (laughs) And it was just, it just got worse and worse and worse. Um. Then they patched it, and then I was getting crashes, crashes every now and again. Like if you got on your bike and you drove through the city, it would crash because it was taking so long. Like it loads streams in like the assets of the fucking world. Yeah, it's barren world, and it's happening so fast that the cut, the my fucking frame rate couldn't keep up with it, and it just goes. I don't know what to do. Fuck it, and just yeah. crashes. So it got to this point. I played. I played quite. A, I think I played it for about forty odd hours in the end. Jesus I think. But no, ain't thirty five. I think thirty five. But I played about twenty hours of it. Sort of like it was. It was playable to an extent. It was playable. 
Twenty fifteen frames being quoted though. It, yeah, it was, I say that is it was outdoor. That's the this is the trouble. With Did this you turn game. the settings down to try and? Yeah, I turned. I, I went. I went right down to the bottom. Put everything on low, <laughs> and it was still having problems. Oh, I went yeah. down to seven twenty p, and it was still. There's pe- I had looking on the fucking forums. There's people with thirty nineties that can't even play on ten eighty p. It's just an absolute shitter of a game in terms of that. Um, <laughs> But then, yeah, then you go inside these environments. It's not seamless. Like, it literally, you go into a building and it cuts to black. And you, But then when you're inside a building, I'm getting 80 frames again. And I'm like, for fuck's sake. So it's just that open world. Yes. But I stick by that comment. I've now finished a game and I've clocked about 35 hours, I think, maybe a bit more. And that was by far, no, nah, not by far, but that is the worst game pull i've ever played i think just because of how much it was unplayable i had to finish the game locking it to 30 frames so the reason i bought that game on pc was that i didn't have to play at 30 frames for the last 30 percent of that game i had to lock it to 30 so it wouldn't crash so it wouldn't crash gaming gods taking the piss again like they like to do interesting yeah i played about 70 percent with variable frame rates flapping all over the place 80 to 15 as i say i will quote unquote say it was playable it was Mm. fucking diabolical but playable and then yeah the last 30 percent had to lock it to 30 just to get to the credits (laughs) so here's my question yeah did you do a little bit of research about the port of it mm. yeah where how how is this not unearthed before purchasing it or did you go in well, thinking i'm risking it slightly knowing there could be problems or was it just not very thorough or were it wasn't no to be fair looking at the steam reviews it was it, it was they were right they were good they were like i don't think they were mixed and then when i bought it, it then changed but <laughs> the, the, day, the second you it bought literally it was, was it was i think there was a patch the day the before I, gods, I, I bought it and I was like, right, no, this ain't too bad. And it was like positive reviews, positive reviews. And then the next day it changed to mixed. Mm. And then I was on the discussion boards and every single discussion was bad performance, bad performance, crashes, crashes. Why is this crashing? How do I sort this? And I was like, fucking hell. But it seemed to get progressively worse as I was playing through the game. Like the like oh. said, the first 10 to 20 hours, I didn't have many an issue. Like it was fine. And uh, I could carry on. Obviously, there was frame rate hitches and fucking spikes and drops. But I could play it and get through the game. Then this, like, each day, it just seemed to get worse. And then there was crashes. And then it was unplayable. And I was like, "What? what's happened? There's not been a patch. Yeah. It's it's one of the most weird. I'm not sure because I've completed. I've just turned me. I think I'm not sure if there's been a patch since. But... It was just fucking diabolical, and like I say, it's well, not just me. You was playing it's this not... a good couple of months at least after release, so yeah, you'd expect it by that point the main yeah. patches to fix or to stabilize would have been in, and maybe exactly. they, maybe they are still working on it, but yeah. Oh dear, well, that doesn't sound very. Yeah. No, is, so is, that's is the is the little life hack now to ignore the Steam reviews and go to the discussion boards. That's what I've been tending to do. I mean, check in there. The trouble is, you do get out. fucking review bombers, so yeah. you will get prats on there that have no. <laughs> they're not helping. They're just fucking doing it for the state of the game. I'm surprised there ain't more because uh, there's a lot of let's say woke stuff in this game. 
Okay. Um, so I'm surprised it didn't get reviewed on more than it did. Um, it's usually right for that, yeah. If you, exactly. So you I am surprised. But, no, I did find them message balls. Well, I say I found them helpful. They didn't actually ask. It was just people moaning that they're, they're games. But there was, like I say, it was just across the board because there's... I was sitting there thinking, well, my rig is a brand new 2022 game. Yeah. My rig's probably not powerful enough. But at the bottom of the store page, it says, like, your recommended settings, and my the settings were my rig, so... In excess. In excess. That's always the the, what I find frustrating about PC gamers. You never, yeah. you never quite know whether it's your rig no, your settings exactly. is it your is it something running in the background is it your optimization and you've got the wrong setting turned on or is the yeah. game just crap and been poor yeah. crap and i thought exactly. at one point we were getting away from like bad or insufficient pc ports but it no. seems like you still stumble across them a fair old no it know, seems to be the same studios the as well was, was cack on the pc when that come out yeah, well, another one just launching like it's. It feels like in the priority order, it's a bit lower on the pecking order for the for the techies. Yeah, like they'll get PlayStation Five, Xbox running, and then mm. PC. Like, well, if we can get it, we'll get it done. I know that's not the case for all games. There are no. beautifully optimized games out there, but yeah, we're still. If you're paying big money for the big machines, and even that can't brute force. Nah, that's flawless the thing. That's where I knew that, that is the this annoyance. Is a- a game problem that there was multiple videos on there of people with 39s going like, look, look What's at this, this I can't, what, what, what am I, how can I deal with this? And I was like, well, if they've got them fucking powerhouses and I'm struggling here with this, I mean, no one's got hope. But I did get through the line and that is the technical side. Yeah. But unfortunately, I've still got to talk about the game. <laughs> oh yeah. Let's try and, well, maybe this isn't a positive point because you're, no. you love your Batman yeah, and your you know your law from that side of it. What how uh, what's narrative wise? They did they get that bit part right? Is the story? I've heard the court. I don't know what the court hours is about. No, I don't, don't want to know. But no. I've heard that can be very interesting depending on how they do it. it did they miss an opportunity here, or did they kind of they stick did. the landing? They did. No, they did. They did miss an opportunity because of how good that the story Should could have be. been. It was serviceable. I'll. I'm not going to go back and say it's a shit, terrible story. Um, But they could have done more with it. I think this game was made at the same time that Marvel done Avengers. And they went, right, "Right, we could do this. We could turn this game into an event. This will be our... We could turn this into the Gotham Knights. And then we're expanding. We could start bringing all these fucking characters in. And then that game came out, they released Avengers, and they went, cool, look at the backlash off that. Yeah. Uh, Right, quick, a bolt, turn this into a fucking Arkham game where it's single player only, and and just chuck this at it, and fuck. But story-wise, it's a good story. It is a good story. It's not a great story. It's not going to be an everlasting thing, but it's serviceable. They just underutilised the Court of Hours, I thought because of how good the Court of Hours storyline is, and they introduce it. There's a lot going on in this story as well. Um, it's always going to be with a fucking Arkham uh, Batman game, because yeah. there's so much to pull upon. You've got so many villains. There's so many other characters you can bring in, and they do that a lot in this story. There's lots of different characters, lots of different villains, 
and they sort of try and meld it all into one big ball of story. And yeah, it just sort of falls short of being a real memorable story. Um, but yeah, it was it was serviceable. Yeah, fair um, enough. I mean, that's sort of kind of what you can ask for in many areas. Yeah. and you know that this may be where the positives end, but yeah, the two I'll go on to next would be graphics. Now, okay. those those were better. Than what I was expecting. There was a lot of comparisons before I bought this of like people saying how shit this looks compared to Gotham Knight. Yeah. Um, Arkham Knight, sorry. Arkham Knight, yeah. Um, and yet, to be fair, all right, it does. It's very bland in its world. Um, the open world that is in comparison, like it just. There's looks, people but, roaring around though, aren't there? They've actually got. People, it's a living, breathing world. There's people roaring around. You can. Don't get that in Arkham. They've all gone get involved. To no. Stayed in for Everyone's Christmas asleep, or something, aren't they? And it does change as well. Like it doesn't. You don't have any day and night cycle, but you'll do missions where it will influence the city, and the, the city will be a slightly different um, if something's going on. Mm. Um, so it does, but yeah, and like I say, when it was running at full, when I managed to get it up to full graphics, full ultra settings, and it was running at 1440p, I was like, cool, this does look, the lighting and stuff of the open world does quite look quite nice, and it is very, like, I don't, Arkham Knight was very stylized. that was a very yeah. good looking world, whereas this is very cut back and block- just very boxed down, and I think that's why people didn't like it. What I will say though is this game was like two two halves. You had the oh, open yeah. world where it ran like shit, and <laughs> it was that all right, big open Ubisoft world full of fucking bloat, and go get this, go and stop this crime, do this, do that, and then you're rip roaring around this fucking open world that can't handle it. That was the worst part of the game. Yeah, go around. When you went on these missions and you did the main story missions and you went inside these buildings and you were doing the missions inside, they look phenomenal, some of them. This okay. is where the real fucking meat and potatoes of this game and the best parts of it are. When you're going through these environments, you go through fucking... I'll, I'll make some up just from, so it's not for spoilers, but you're going through fucking going through prison. Joker's lair. Oh, you're yeah. going through <laughs> Joker's lair. You're going through fucking Riddler's arsehole. Penguin's igloo. And, Exactly. It's it's all these different places. But some of them, like there was a couple where I was just like, fucking hell, this looks really good. Are they big? When you're going, they're massive, yeah. They're, not, they're very ne um, linear. Yeah. But they are explorable. You can go off and find sort of chests. There's a lot, like the gear in this game, it's quite, well, it's Marvel Avengers esque mm. slash destiny. You've got that gear loot. You have a power level. Yeah. You then have fucking elements involved. It's like I say, they definitely made this game when Avengers happening and gone. Yeah, this will be our version. Mm. But yeah, the the actual level environment and some of the fucking yeah level design, the environments, how they look, they are gorgeous and they are. are was like very impressed with how they look. If this game had been an indoor linear story, right. I think it would have been a different story. I think they'd have fucked that open world off and gone, right, look. The trouble is, the main crux of the thing is you protecting the city. Yeah. Going, right, I've got to go out and stop these crimes. So that's where the main part of the game is. It's just the actual main story missions that were mostly inside an environment. 
they were so much better than that. That would have been another fucking different story. I think I said a similar thing about Avengers, to be honest. Yeah, he did. So could you, is it possible that you could ignore the busy work in this and just mainline it without it forcing its hand on you? Because it sounds like there's something there if you could just ignore the toot. Or will the game force you to do stuff? Or will the power levels just not allow you to do it? Is there some sort of nod in his head? So something's not gone right here. Something's not got around. And this is a massive detriment to its downfall. Guess what this game has? Level gating. Oh, <laughs> so if you power go gating. Right, power <laughs> gating. So if you go fucking right, I'm going to do this. You get it. For the most part, it worked fine because I was sort of doing a bit of a clear down. I, I weren't until the end like, where I, I really was. Done. I, I want this done. Far and I was like, Cry oh, New Dawn. He's like, right, I want this done. Exactly. <laughs> I want this done. And I was like, oh, I can't. For fuck's sake. Because the way I was playing it. So would it let you do it, but it's just impossible? Or It's impossible. Yeah, yeah. it would let you do it, but it'd be fucking hard. Yeah. It'd be fucking hard indeed. But um, yeah, so each mission will have like a, a recommended fucking level or power level that you've got but yeah you could go off and do that shit and or try and get past it but that that was a the trouble there was like sections where you go you'll do a few missions and it would you get this in other games and then it they would go oh that the story will progress and it will say oh well, check back in to get your next mission you might as well go off and do a bit of fucking uh Crime busting for the night. So you have <laughs> to just fuck off and do stuff. So you have to go fuck off and you have to go and get involved with that shit just so you can get your level up. Can you just like sit on top it. of a building and wait for it or does it want you to progress stuff? Because Spider Man no, yeah, did to... some similar things where it'd be like, oh, there's a bit of downtime here. Yeah. No, it does, to be fair, it doesn't make you go and do that. It won't come to you. No, you have to go off and find it. And do like it's 10 weird things, like, yeah. The way it works is you have like this, you have like essentially the back cave that's called the belfry which is like your main hub and you have to go back it works in night so you go you'll right. go there and you'll get like the main information and that's where you do all your gear upgrades and god knows and then you'll go off and it will go right are you ready to go out on patrol and then you go off and then in that night you get like a mark you'll say like so you have like the open wheel and you have your main mission there yeah. and then there'll be all these different little fucking things you can go off and do fucking characters you can go and meet little crimes here little investigations here and then that's it at the end of that you'll do that mission and then at the end of that mission it'll say oh you be- I'll meet you back at the Belfry so you can either go straight back to the Belfry or you can carry on and clear down and will they disappear the, the next night Yes, they'll okay, disappear so, right. and and So you don't have to do it, but there you go. Then you then you ain't gonna get your fucking power level up, and you ain't gonna get your XP right. to get to the next level, and then get a point experience points to level up skill trees. So they sort of you can get away. I, I'd be interested to know if you whacked it onto the fucking easiest level, if you could just steamroll it. Yeah, it's all good games do that because on all, yeah. in some ways, I'd almost rather they said. You can't access it until this level. Yeah. Just so that you don't go in thinking, I'll walk over this, and then you get your ass handed to you. But... No, because that's exactly what happened with me. And it's certainly towards. Because there was, I was looking at some of the trophies and stuff because I wanted to. I was going to get it on things so I could platinum it. But it was. There's like certain things you have to do, like complete all the um, crime activities for one single night. And on there it said, like, do this as soon as you can because the harder the. The, the longer this goes on, the harder it gets. And right. that's where that the sort of fucking gaming 
um, the fucking level gating starts kicking in more because the more harder enemies come in and then you really have to have your level up to get these fuckers. So, yeah, combat-wise and that, that well, not combat-wise, level gating-wise in, and in its story, the, the way it's set out, it was poor. <laughs> <laughs> it was poor. It's, it's just such a shame because... The missions itself were quite fun in mm. a space. Like the the missions where they were, you know, box standard Arkham missions. You know, go through, fight the dudes, progress the story. There was a few sections that sort of you have never had in a in a Arkham game before. I won't spoil what they are, but yeah. certainly there was things in there that you you've you've never experienced before. You had, but then you had the box and you had the big boss fights. Yeah. Investigations. There's quite a few puzzle solvings in this game that are quite interesting. Hmm. Um, but yeah, then you get down to the combat. Now, the combat. <laughs> it's interesting. It's they. Some, someone said to me it doesn't play like the Arkham Knight games. It plays. No, it tries it to play more like Spider Man, but not as good. <laughs> Yeah, so it's not free flow combat. You can't. You can build combos, but they're impossible to score. <laughs> <laughs> they, For a player at your level, maybe. Exactly. Yeah, they, it's really hard to muster. I'd be interested to see a real pro fucking using his old. You get shitloads of like skills and stuff you can do, but it just it's after playing the free flow combat of like the Arkham games, how you could do it when you see comparisons. Mm. Yeah. This definitely does try to take it down the sort of, um, the fucking, uh, Spider-Man one with the parry system and that, but it's just because you, the characters, you, you got four different characters and they yeah. each play separately. You've got like red hooded. I'd imagine you'll go for cause he's more of a range. You've got guns, with bullets that don't kill people, apparently. <laughs> yeah, well, I've seen. Yeah, there's shit like that. You've got you, and then you've got like Batgirl, who pretty much plays like Batman, mm -hmm. and then you've got Nightwing, who I mained as quite a lot. I sort of used him for most of the part. Because um, one thing they did do, which was quite good, I quite liked, is you can simultaneously you could change every night. You could change to a different character. Yeah. And what they what I quite liked that they did is they up the level when you level up a character like you level up everyone share progression yeah, and then the only things that you could do is you'd have to go and play as that character to get better gear yes. so the gear you'd, you'd be slightly bit lower power level because the gear wouldn't be so bad but so I quite like that they did that they didn't make you go right I've got to complete this fucking game four times with four different characters no yeah that's always a concern when there's multiple characters exactly but so yeah but it's just that combat overall it and it just—it was again down to the frame rate. It's—if it was liquid, it could—it could really look good. There's some cool moves you can do. You're flipping them, flying over there. There's some good particle effects in this game. Yeah. Again, which I had to fucking turn down because it was melting the PC. <laughs> but if everything's running and everything's fucking full blown, this like it could look nice, but it's just not the same level of fucking slickness that the Arkham games played. No. I don't know why they've gone backwards. They've tried to change it and they've broken it. Well, <laughs> that was the way... Because you played Arkham Origins, didn't you? Which, I played Arkham Origins, Which wasn't yeah, which, Rocksteady and this is no, not No, that was this, this studio. So this is there studio. a... Is it like a big drop-off from... I mean, 
Or do you see it in the same... I don't know how you felt about Arkham Origins. I can't remember now. I, I liked Arkham Origins. It got a lot of shit. But again, because it came out to a shit... I fucking should have realised this. It came out to a shit pole. Right, yeah. <laughs> and I bought it on PC. And there was a lot of hate because it was like a spin-off and it yeah. was new voice cast. You had that fucking... You had Troy the Boy playing um, fucking Arkham... Uh, Joker. Um, then you had a new Batman voice and it was set in the prequel... But it had still had the pedigree. It had the same type of combat, the same sort of game. So it was like they borrowed the assets and made it their own. And I, I did quite enjoy it, to be fair. It's not as good as Arkham Knight and Ar- um, sorry, Arkham Asylum and Arkham City. Mm. But I, I quite enjoyed my time with it. But it, again, this feels like another sort of below. Well, this is way below. This is below all of them, to be fair. <laughs> but. I don't know. Yeah, I thought the the potential was there that it could have. I because I enjoyed the last the last game they did a lot to people's discredit. They didn't like it, but I did, and then I thought I'd have some fun with this. But ultimately, end it wasn't enjoyable because it just the the story didn't cut it. It was good, good, but not great. And then yeah, just the world building, the the way they done the story, like the level design. The fact it was level gated, the fact you had to fucking fight these cunts in the open <laughs> world, which just destroyed everything. If they if they had done it solely indoors and kept to their environments, it would have been a complete. If it was like Arkham Asylum, where that was not an open world, exactly. That was like if a, it was that, yeah. if it was been that, I don't know why they've gone. Oh, oh, Arkham City, yeah, that was a better game. No, go back, go back to if it was exactly right. If it would have been like Arkham Knight, Arkham Asylum, fucking all these names. I know. <laughs> If it was Arkham Asylum-esque and it was all indoors, it would have been a different game. Yeah. I think I think we would have been talking certainly higher score. It would have been 80s, I think. Yeah. Interesting. But, but yeah, overall, I had a torrid time with it. <laughs> <laughs> I spent, yeah, I, I finished the story. There's all side stuff. I pretty much finished all that as well. The only thing I've got to go back and do is collectibles, which I won't be doing. <laughs> <laughs> Because it's a it's, sick note. Just get Steam DVD, um, unlock all the achievements, and then exactly uh, that's it. Do that. It. There's um, a. I've added something to it that I've not touched yet, which is like a um, wave-based thing uh, where you go up like a levels of floors. There's like fifty floors, and you have got to work your way up, and it's progressing. Me, that sounds quite fun. If I could rope three other people into it, but well, I bet you what, there ain't gonna be three people no, getting roped into this. No, there won't be. <laughs> In, well. I was going to use. I was going to ask about the co-op element, which mm. uh, you didn't experience. F- Could it have saved one. once? Okay, well, talk me through. Talk me through that experience, and then whether you feel like in the end that could have saved it or made it better or worse in your, you know, your opinion. The trouble is, some of these fights where it was getting harder, they seem to be made for a co-op experience. I found I was being bullied by some of the bosses because they were solely focused on me. Right, Do you remember yes. like when you played Destiny? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, if you're yeah. shooting someone, you're getting fucking drew. You're like, fuck's sake, I wish I had someone who was shooting it so I could just take Monster it off. Hunter and then as I well. could... Exactly, yeah, that. It was sort of made for <laughs> bully boy. It was made, they were bully boy tactics being implemented. It was almost as if it was made for a second, a two two player game. And they've just gone, well, you can do it solo if you don't want to get involved. Yeah. But no, there was one mission I just thought, oh, fuck it. Because you had like a little wheel that you had like a little wheel that you could do fucking emotes on. Mm. And then I accidentally, I didn't even realise, I accidentally <laughs> switched from being open to close, like, or closed to open. And then all of a sudden, some random fucking bloke just turned up, popped into my game and then helped me and then fucked off. And yeah. I was like, oh, 
It's gone again. <laughs> yeah. So I feel I, I think I probably might have had more fun if there was a second person because I could have been have dragging shared. someone else down in the misery. Well, that's the other thing. Yeah, it is just yeah. I don't know, and I dread to think what it would have been like frame rate wise. I was already having a torrid time. Yeah. You think what these games are like when the fucking you start playing other, getting more people in it, fucking halves the frame rate and the fucking thing. But nah, gotta say. It was a bag of shit to be honest. It's not sounding good. Any other business before we do the formalities? We, yeah. we just go straight to the reception well, and say, look, this is what we want to do with this. Yeah, it was. I think I just liked the idea of it in my head. Because I'm a big fan of Batman, I like the characters. I like Robin. I like the idea of Red Hood. I really like the um, Nightwing. I think he's a brilliant character. Mm. Batgirl? Come on. <laughs> no, there's lots of Batgirl fans. She's fun, but, you know, I'm playing this for a different experience, not Batman. I don't want to yeah. be Batgirl. She's exactly the same. Yeah. Um, but, Sexist. yeah, I was, like I say, this, the story, that's what got me in. I was like, I love that Court of Owls story. They're so cool. They can do so much stuff with that. It was interesting playing a thing where it's like, not, it's not the standard. I'm, I'm not here for the Joker. It's, it's not Joker. It's all different story. Yeah. And, yeah, just, I think I enjoyed, like, got... Wrapped up because I remember thinking I'm just going to buy this anyway. I don't care what. It's one of those games. Sometimes I quite enjoy playing a seven out of ten game. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Every now and again, I will have fun with it. It doesn't have to be. I don't have to play a nine and the tens every time. I can happily play a seven and still get enjoyment out of it. Mm. And I think I did want to, and yeah, was really hoping, but I just I don't know. It just it was a slap to the face this game, and I'm surprised I spent so many many hours in it. Well, maybe you had to. She weren't going to leave it to rot, was she? No, nah, exactly. Be, you wanted that and to I, be done. Yeah. And then the hours were that, needed to level them the character up. Exactly. I'll tell you what, Biff would have been this within yeah. five minutes, I oh, think. Yeah. So it'd been a lot. Wouldn't have tolerated nah. this, this level either. No. Nah. Well, look, we're inside the Dimp Digital Gaming Gallery now. We, we let people into reception to make this decision because weather, cold, raining, sometimes it's too hot as well out there. And mm. um, it's champagne reception as we're part of the, the clan itself. Does Gotham Knights earn its place in the prestigious Dimp Digital Gaming Gallery? It does, yeah. Solely based on week. <laughs> solely based on <laughs> the indoor environment. <laughs> that is what I would say. This, if that was there, um, I, I, I say there were some of the sections in there. I te- there was one thing as well I didn't mention. I can't. It's really. I remember ro- thinking I'm going to write this down when we talk about this game. Yeah. There was one certain boss that was made out of some sort of material. I won't say because it would give it away. It's yeah. a spoiler. But and that how that looked, I was like, "Fuck me! How has this not been talked about more?" It was like, let's pretend it's like a liquid. It was like a boss made of liquid. Everyone probably binned it before they got to that. Boss. Well, that's the trouble. <laughs> but I was like, "Fuck me! This, this is like this is the best version of this sort of thing I've ever seen in a game." I was amazed. I was like, "Fucking hell!" Yeah. How 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 have they done this? Like, and it's not been talked about. I'm surprised it's not been called because it really does look good. I think, oh, I wonder if other games will implement this into their thing. Steal all the good bits, all the good bits. Really good. But because of that, because the fucking indoor environments were, were very good, they were detailed, atmospheric, there was 
like yeah, there was a few sections in like you felt different sort of atmospheres in this game. You like fucking roaring through Arkham Asylum. You're like, oh, this looks dark. Yeah. You're going through fucking caves and you're going, oh, look at the light in here. The fight's holding up, but you get to that open world and you go, well, this is the real crux. <laughs> so, yeah, it gets a, because there is a playable game in there, I will score it. But what's the worst it. I can give it? Well, you've got platinum, <laughs> gold, silver, or bronze. Now can't go any lower than that. Nope. It's what I mean. It's an award. It's not a. It's yeah. ain't. A, it's ain't an old boys' club where you let any old two in. This is an award for mm. doing good work. I mean, it's going to have to be a bronze then. I mean, it disgraces <laughs> all the other bronzes, doesn't it? It does disgrace. It's the worst bronze I've ever played. <laughs> Guardians but, of the Galaxy lurking there for some people's lists. Christ, no, Guardians is much better than this. Oh. No, I, I see there's people that will... I Kirby think people, Star Allies. Cool. Yeah. Soil. I mean, there's something there that made me get through it and not go, nah, mm. you know. No, I'm not finishing this. This is that bad. It was playable. It was fun to an extent. Like, they, it, I don't know, then... Some of them missions, I was just like, oh, it's quite fun doing these, going around and fucking solve. Like, it, it, the trouble is, there's so much repetitivity in it. Yeah. Like, you're doing the same missions, you're doing the same shit, it's the same fucking fighting, the same bosses. <laughs> but sometimes I quite enjoy that shit. Yeah. Um, it's, so, it's yeah. It's fine to enjoy stuff like that. Yeah. But, this, so, yeah but as I say, this is, goes up to the public. So when they come around and look and they go, look at all these prestigious games that Adkins has got that he recognises as some of the best. And then they'll see that and probably be like, oh. So they just, nuts, it. Just, and tell them it's because the indoor environments the indoor are very environments. Nice. Put that in the environment. Inscribe it at the bottom. And that boss that was made of a substance that yeah. made it look very good. <laughs> two Everything items, else in two the items game. in 35 hours, enough yeah. to get it into the Dimp Digital Gaming Gallery. Uh, that is Gotham Knight scoring itself a lovely bronze there. Beautiful bronze, some would say, from bronze. Mr. Adkins. That's going to wrap this episode of Idle Game Chat up. Nothing more for us to say other than thanks for your time and ta-da. This was a Dimp Digital production.